According to the latest report by Forbes, there has been a significant, not just significant, but actually exponential increase in number of students choosing Canada over United States. From the last 10-15 years, since the boom of IT sector, tech industry, everyone had a dream of studying in the US for computer science or engineering. But it's changing from the last 7-8 to eight years since 2016. In the period of 2016 to 2020, the number of students, especially Indian students, coming to US for computer science and engineering have went down to around 40%. But at the same time, it has went up by 180% for Canada. So let me tell you what I think about it, whether you are Indian or an international student watching this video to decide between these two countries or any other country, I'll be giving my honest opinion because I have been in the US from the last six years studying computer science and then graduating as well and I've also been to Canada a couple of times for over a period of 10 days and I have my opinions. So number one what Forbes say that if you study computer science in US the work authorization takes much longer as compared to Canada. So in Canada if you graduate if you want your work permit it comes in three weeks but for United States it can take two months, three months, or even five months, which is definitely true. But I can argue that if you want to understand US immigration, you have to know that for every problem, there is a solution as well for most of the problems. And for work authorization, I also was waiting for it for four months and no update. And I was able to expedite. I did a chat message. Uh, with USCIS online, everything was online and I got my work authorization within one week after the chat began. So it did take time, I'll be honest, but there was solution that USCIS also gave me. Now next arguing point is about the cost. So hands down, US is definitely expensive than Canada overall an average cost as well so let's say you want to do masters in computer science in the us it can cost you from fifty thousand dollars per year to sixty thousand dollars per year to even eighty thousand dollars per year for programs like columbia and some most expensive private schools but in usa there are maximum number of scholarships and funding opportunities as well. So if you think these are the average numbers, you will see students studying for absolutely free as well. The funding in US top universities is also one of the highest. I have seen students in top schools like Georgia Tech, MIT, Harvard, UC Berkeley, Arizona State University, or even my own university, Georgia State. These state universities are not the top schools for sure, but at the same time, the fundings here you will see are one of the highest because these allow you to study for almost free. You can, you just have to give your housing stipend. So yeah, if you look at the numbers, definitely US schools are average, more expensive. And if you go to Canada, funding opportunities are also available, which are very, very competitive. And at the same level, you will be able to cover your housing and your food costs with funding in Canada as well as United States. But if you apply to both US and Canada, and if you do not get funding anywhere, let's say no scholarships, no job opportunities to pay your tuition, like teaching assistantships, research assistantships, or even any jobs at a restaurant. So if you do not get any of these, 
then hands down Canada will be preferred because it is cheaper 20 to 30 percent according to Forbes 27 percent cheaper than the United States if I were you I will definitely choose Canada as well because for the same level of education in US or Canada if you are thinking about the quality of education it is very competitive and pretty much same both places what makes education better is the students you are surrounded with, your peer group and your network. If at both of these countries, the one of the smartest students are going there, so it pretty much really doesn't matter. But I will say at the same time, apply to both of these countries, see where you get the highest scholarship and funding. Because I personally think the number of scholarship and funding opportunities are more in the United States. There are 3,500 plus universities and who knows, you might get funding opportunity at one of them. And one big reason why people choose United States versus Canada is also because of more companies, more opportunities and bigger salary paycheck too. So let's say someone makes $120,000 in the US, the salary might be $100,000 in Canada. To be exact, it is around 105, 107, but because USD to INR value is higher in US, so your salary might differ by 30 to 35% because taxes are also higher in Canada. Now, next argument is about the welcoming attitude. The attitude of most of the Americans, as per the data says, around 55% of the Americans, when they see an Indian student or any international students taking an American job or coming in the US to take an American job, it is completely different of a Canadian looking at an Indian student taking a Canadian job. And I totally agree as well. When I went to Canada, if you tell anyone that, hey, my goal is to stay here and Canada allows me to stay here, they will say that, oh, that, that is wonderful. I was talking to many Uber drivers in Canada. Oh, so which part of Canada you want to stay? Are you plan and, they, and the conversation keeps going on. Are you buying a house? Are you buying a car? Where are you going to stay? And the conversation is endless. But if you try to do the conversation, same in the United States in an Uber car, I'll be honest, it'll be same as well. But most of the conversations in Uber cars can be the same. But the attitude of some of the exceptional people in both of the countries could be different. You might see some racist people in the United States who might be like, go back to your country and these remarks are common. You may have seen videos online. But the number of these cases happening in the United States are much more than Canada. Even if you take a look at per capita, like per thousand people, per 10,000 people, still it's much more than Canada. So yeah, if you want to live in a country which accepts you, accepts your culture and you face minimum number of racism and minimum number of the time someone telling you to go back to your country, that will be hands down less in Canada. Next argument is freedom. So this argument is if you want to work in any profession of your choice, you can in Canada. So let's say in Canada you graduate, you are a computer science student. Now you want to on part-time drive Uber, you want to do Uber Eats, you want to do delivery, you want to do Uber driving, you want to drive a truck, you want to work in a restaurant. If you want to do multiple jobs unrelated to your major, which is unrelated to computer science, you can do in Canada you get that freedom and if you do the same in united states if you do it over a certain period of time if you do that for more than one day more than 100 days more than a year you might be considered 
out of status and when you out of status for certain period of time and if you are banned from your visa then what can happen is you can be forced to go back to your country and even if you have green card pending you will still not be able to come back so that means the cost of breaking the law of not working for the profession you are supposed to is very expensive in the united states don't get me wrong if you work more than 20 hours in canada even you are not allowed to work for 20 hours in canada you will still be thrown out of the country too but the consequences of breaking a law in united states are much worse in some cases as compared to canada so that's why canada is considered more friendly from immigration point of view and that's why many people are considering canada as well and if i were you i will choose canada as well in this scenario now next argument raised by many students is on healthcare it is a complicated topic but if i have to summarize healthcare is a business in the united states but it is for the people in canada uk and india as well because healthcare is free for canadian citizens and you can get it with uh, your university coverage you can get health insurance for free sometimes with your university enrollment uh, and depending on which province in canada you are they have definitely limits on what kind of coverage they have but in most cases you will not become bankrupt if you get into a healthcare or a huge healthcare cost let me give you an example one of my friend he had an accident and that accident was when he was trying to do something good for the country united states so he went to donate blood and after donating blood he was passing out and he fell on the footpath and at the time his head hit really hard and it was bleeding and he passed out and someone on the street called the ambulance and ambulance came but that ambulance came from a hospital which was out of network so the guy did have health insurance but that was completely out of network so now this person who doesn't have any health insurance he gets his head treated he's fine after a month but at that point he gets a bill from the hospital at his home which is around 18000 and he's shocked he he he's like he was trying to donate blood for the country to help country citizens and he has to pay 18000 just because he got sick after it and he had to fight for his rights he didn't have his consciousness to choose a hospital which is covered under his insurance and at that point he had to fight for his right because if he did not fight for it then the bill of 18000 could have actually made him bankrupt as well because he was not doing well with his finances but same time if you are in canada the chances of this happening is kind of minimum so canada definitely wins in healthcare but at the same time there are pros and cons for everything you decide because the lines to get appointment with a psychiatrist the lines to get any kind of special doctor in canada are huge so it may take up to 2 3 months to get your next appointment for what you want to do but but no doubt emergency help is there 
but still you have to wait for whatever is free so you may have to sometimes go to a private care provider if public care provider is not available so everything comes at a cost so capitalism at the peak in united states could be expensive but in canada it could be affordable but it may cost you more time now the last argument is about path to canadian citizenship or u.s citizenship because if you get either of these citizenship you have access to more than 150 countries where you can go without visa. The exact number could be 180, maybe something around that. But the journey in both of these countries is very, very complicated. So let's say that if you are in Canada, you work there for one year. After graduating, if you're doing computer science for two years, uh, if you do your master's, four years, if you do your undergrad, and right after that, you work there for one year, you can apply for permanent residence. My friend, he applied for permanent residence and he got approved within four months and he has his PR card now, and which is amazing. So with that PR card, now you have to stay in Canada for two years and then you can apply for citizenship. After three years or three and a half years, you may have Canadian passport as well, which is really quick, right? Now to get US citizenship, the path is complicated because imagine karo yaar, that you're trying to do party, like you're trying party in your and you make a limit of 10 maximum people can be in your house. Let's say it's COVID going on and you will make a limit on two people per house and if you are someone coming from a house which has 15 people still two people can come to the house of party so that means you will have to choose randomly two people and same is happening with us immigration since india's population is massive as compared to other countries like nepal pakistan bangladesh so that's why for indians getting green card in us the wait time is so huge because there's a limit of 11,200 employment-based visas every single year. And this number has already been filled up from the last like 15, 20 years. And it keeps, keeps getting filled up so fast every year from the backlog. And even if you're in the right category, which is like EB2, let's think it's a better category. Even then, it can take 15 to 20 years for you, get, for you to get your green card. So it is very, very complicated, at least from employment point of view. Although there are other ways you may make investment of $900,000 on maybe family-based green card, but at least for employment-based green card or employment-based path to citizenship, definitely Canada wins in this category as well. Now, my overall conclusion will be that, let's say in both of these countries, you get the best scholarship your cost is pretty much the same. I will still choose United States, even though healthcare could be complicated. So which could be avoided by the best health insurance. You can pay for it. And it's not that expensive through student plans. It's like 1000 to $2,000 per year. Mine, my health insurance was exactly $2,500 per year, but it wasn't that expensive because you have your part-time jobs as well. So you can choose for cheaper ones too. But most of the problems that we discussed, why people choose us over canada it all comes down to immigration because healthcare can be avoided if you have good health health insurance it can be avoided and if you want to be with the nicest people that could be avoided too because if you choose the right city in us you might be welcomed as well like canada so the basic difference is the path to citizenship now in this category or in this point of view i personally still think that i would choose us again because of better weather. I have more weather like New Delhi, Amritsar, like kabhi kabhi minus 30 degrees Celsius, I still cannot tolerate. So if you want to be in a better weather and last is hands down, 
the path to citizenship is definitely better in Canada, but I personally think it didn't affect me because if you just want best career out of computer science and if you want to do other than that like entrepreneurship business you can do still in united states but you have to find better ways through a lawyer agar aapko start up karna hai without any help of us citizen it is difficult in us but you can do easily in canada but you can still do in us if you have the right lawyer right approach and right method so every problem can be solved in us as well the only problem that cannot be solved right now is the path to citizenship until and unless congress changes the rules for the path to citizenship especially for indians the number of indians studying computer science and engineering in canada will keep going up and for us it will keep falling down so that will be it let me know which country you're choosing in the comments below thank you so much for watching